And last week we heard about Jesus coming and being born. We celebrated Christmas morning and that ordinary birth that happens. And we heard the message, the extraordinary message that God gave us through his messengers. Today, as Jesus goes into the temple in an ordinary way, God's messengers tell us another extraordinary story. So let's hear how that unfolds in the temple. Mary and Joseph's baby, God's own son, was a few days old when Mary and Joseph named him Jesus, just like the angel had told them to do. When Jesus was a few weeks old, Mary and Joseph took Jesus to the temple in Jerusalem. Mary and Joseph wanted to obey God and his law. The law that God gave Moses said, when a woman's first son is born, his parents must dedicate him to the Lord. The law also said that the child's parents should give a sacrifice. At the temple, Mary and Joseph presented Jesus to the Lord and offered two birds as a sacrifice. Another man was at the temple. His name was Simeon. Simeon loved God, and he trusted in God's promise to send a Messiah to save people from sin. God's Spirit was with Simeon, and God had told Simeon that he would not die until he saw the one who would rescue people from their sin. That day, God's Spirit had led Simeon to the temple. Simeon saw Jesus and picked him up in his arms. God's Spirit showed Simeon that Jesus was the promised Messiah. Simeon was so happy. He praised God and said, Lord, you can let me die now. You kept your promise and I have seen the one who will save people from sin. Simeon said that Jesus would save God's people, the Israelites, and Jesus would also save people from other nations. Mary and Joseph were amazed at what Simeon said. Simeon blessed Mary and Joseph. He told Mary that being Jesus' mother would be a very good thing, but it would also be very hard. Some people would love Jesus, but others would hate him. Things were going to happen that would make Mary very sad. A woman named Anna was at the temple too. Anna's husband had died, and Anna was very old. She stayed at the temple and worshipped and served God all the time. Anna came up to Simeon, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and she began to thank God. Anna talked about Jesus to people who were waiting for God to keep his promise to send a Savior. She told them the good news, the Savior was here. Mary and Joseph finished dedicating Jesus and making sacrifices to God. They obeyed God's law. Then they went back home to Nazareth. Jesus grew up and was strong and healthy. He was wise and God was happy with him. Throughout the Old Testament, God promised the arrival of a king who would redeem people. When Jesus arrived, Simeon and Anna knew he was the promised Messiah, God's own son. We can trust Jesus for our salvation, and like Simeon and Anna, we should share the good news. There's a lot going on in that story this morning, but today I want to focus a little bit on why. Right? Why that question that might haunt you for some seasons of life. Uh, why? Which really means what is the point? What is the point of what we're doing? What is the purpose? And today through Simeon's words we see that Jesus' purpose is to bring peace to a world in pieces. 
And we see everybody else's purpose fall into place because of why Jesus came. But before we get to that, I want to look at Jesus for a second from the perspective of Simeon. Right? Simeon lives his entire life as a faithful follower of God. And he's kind of an old man by the time he gets to Jesus' life. But he knows why he's there, right? His purpose for him is very clear because God actually told him what his purpose was, that he was going to see the comfort of God's people Israel, which when he was 50 years old, that was an awesome promise. And then when he was 60 years old, he was pretty ready for it to happen. And then in his 70s, he was kind of waiting. And then in his 80s, maybe thinking, is this really going to happen anytime soon? But then, one day, after Simeon's long and faithful life, one day, he meets Jesus. And we don't have a record of all of the faithful things that Simeon did in his life, because none of those matter as much as the fact that Simeon met Jesus. He met the one who was going to come as the comfort of Israel. And all of those other things he had done in his life, sure, they were important in its time. But compared to meeting Jesus, well, none of that even compares in value and worth. You see, Simeon's entire purpose was to meet Jesus and to tell the world about him. If we look at our own lives our purpose isn't all that different. If I asked you to tell me about yourself, you could probably give me a list of things. You know, maybe, maybe married, maybe this many kids, maybe I live over here, maybe these are my hobbies, maybe even this is where I go to church on Sunday. But all of those things are not the reason why we live our lives. You see, the reason why we live our lives, the reason we were created to do every one of those things is all in service to the fact that we were created to meet Jesus and to tell people about him. And all of those things that we do, that list of things we do in our life, most of them have importance, some more than others, but every one of those things is ultimately in service to this same thing that drives the purpose of our entire lives, that is the why, that we would meet Jesus and tell people about the purpose of Jesus. And that's exactly what Simeon did in the temple. He met Jesus, and as soon as he meets Jesus, this is kind of a peculiar scene, Simeon goes up, this old man that Mary and Joseph don't know, and takes Jesus out of their arms, right? He steals the baby, and says, all right, God, now I'm ready to die. <laughs> he says, Lord, now let your servant go according to your word in peace. And Simeon's words actually show us why Jesus came. He, he shows us the purpose for Jesus coming to the temple. And Jesus' purpose is ultimately to bring peace to a world that is in pieces. I don't have to convince you that our world's in pieces. Nobody had to convince Simeon of that either. Our world is so full of conflict. If we, if we want to talk about war, if we want to talk about the, the political realities we have in this country and countries all over the world, or if we want to be honest with ourselves, 
Conflict isn't that far away. We have it in our own families. We have it in our own relationships. Conflict between you and you. Conflict between you and me. Conflict between me and God and you and God. We have a lot of conflict and our world is often in pieces like like a glass falling on the kitchen floor, shattering across the floor. And it's a danger zone. But Jesus comes into that danger zone. He comes into that world that's in pieces, that world that's like shattered glass. He brings peace. And like the video said, that peace comes from the forgiveness of sins. Why does Jesus have to go to the temple? Why does Jesus do this? Well, Jesus goes to the temple because Jesus is the entire fulfillment of the law. And he does that so that when he goes to the cross, this cross would be peace. So that Jesus fulfills the law and brings to you peace with God. And that peace that you have with God, the forgiveness of sins that Jesus wins in his death, trickles down through our relationships. See, Jesus' life, death, And resurrection is the dustpan and the broom that sweeps up the shattered glass across the kitchen floor. Jesus comes to this world in conflict, in pieces, and he brings peace. And ultimately, he does that through the cross. By giving up his own life. His very life is that dustpan and broom. It is the tool that he uses to bring you peace with God and peace with each other. And in this season of Lent, we're walking with Jesus toward the cross. And this message that Simeon gives about Jesus is just another step on that journey toward the cross. And that step that he takes, as Simeon says, he looks at Mary and says, a sword will pierce your soul. And that sword was the four nails that pierced Jesus' hands and feet. And as he hangs up there on the cross, forgiveness comes through the pain of the cross. 